Hello there. Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo, and this week, the not-so-stereotypical millennials have gathered together to do one of multiple recordings, all in one big shot. We are going to be talking about our favorite stuff, our favorite TV, movies, and games from 2022. This episode, easy for me to say, we are beginning with TV shows. Let's do this, guys. Uh, This week, I'm lucky enough to be joined by... Michael R. Power. Ian Walter. And Wife Power. Welcome back, Wife Power. Um, we have uh, we're going to do our top five. We're going to do from five to one. We may have some crossover, and uh, we'll sort of talk about it as we go through it. Uh, you can hear the rest of our list, the rest of our top ten lists on Patreon as well, so you can check that out. Patreon.com/slash Back in My Day, and uh, we'll also talk about uh, some more games and movies as well, not just TV, but. Um, yeah, I think we're just going to try and narrow down to our top five here. We're going to run it down. So it's, yep. it's top it's, five of 2022. It's yeah. one of our um, one of our favorite episodes to do. Actually, I really like doing this episode with you guys. I like hearing what's on your list. I like all the surprises. I think we kind of we have similar tastes, but in some in some perspectives, we have different tastes. So it's fun hearing everyone's list and uh, just getting on the record what we all liked about 2022 and putting a bow on the year that was 2022. Exactly. I, um, go ahead. Sorry. I will, go ahead. I will say though, this year for TV shows ha- was absolutely the hardest I have mm. done oh, yeah. so far. It is wild the shows that I had to leave off of my top ten. Even we in, in my peak t- TV, we were yeah, in the time it, of peak TV. TV it was is... ridiculous. The the quality of TV this year. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly, even... I think all three of these TV movies, games, it was it was like a really really strong year for everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's that, we didn't even get tough. to watch everything either. So well, so just... that's the other thing is like there's all this stuff that we're gonna have on here, and we're and we probably already each have a list of I don't know, let's just say fifteen to twenty easily, right? But that's nowhere close to even being half of what is probably worth being on the list. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's wild. Yeah, exactly. So, um we'll have quite a bit to talk about, so uh we'll just we'll just get started right away. Uh as always, Wife Power, you are going to be up first. Let's do this. What is your number Ooh. 5 for 2022? Ladies choice. All right. Yeah. My number 5 is The Sandman. Your waking world is shaped by dreams. Dreams and nightmares that I create and which I must control. This is a show I went into not knowing anything about. Uh, Husband uh, definitely um, encouraged the watching of this one, but it had me hooked right from the get-go and I I, like really, really loved it. So yeah, Sandman earned my number five spot. Nice. And we had like a, almost an entire, we had at least half an episode talking about it uh, a couple months ago when it came out. So um, nice, nice. Number five. Um, let's uh, let's go to to the husband of Mr. Michael, our power. What about you? Number five, sir. I'm my own husband. I want to hear from his <laughs> husband. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just start with the caveat that obviously 
we didn't watch everything, so this is just our top five based on what we watched. It's incomplete sampling, but um, I think we've got some pretty good lists here. So my number five is House of the Dragon, the HBO prequel, Game of Thrones prequel. And yeah, I really like this. It really took me back to uh, peak Game of Thrones season one. It almost felt like season one Game of Thrones, a lot more focus on the people talking in rooms which is the part of game of thrones i like and then mixed in with the big action episodes and all the political intrigue and backroom dealings and it was i thought it was really 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 uh well done and good show and game of thrones is back baby and i'm here for it so um i uh i will say it's also my number five I also nice. have it at number five. So we, uh, I'll mention too, I think we talked about uh, this in the first couple of episodes. I think it was two or three episodes in. We were sort of our feelings on the show and how it's going so far. And I think I mentioned multiple times, whether it was that episode or previous ones, that like I'm not really the Game of Thrones guy because I watched the entire show over the course of four months or six months or something like that. So I wasn't as invested and didn't hate that final season as much because I just... I didn't have a decade of investment into it. So it's sort of hard to put myself in everybody's shoes, but I think House of the Dragon will be that for me. I think unless they drop the ball in season two, I'm going to continue watching and I'm going to really enjoy it. Not that I didn't enjoy Game of Thrones. I really liked it. Um, but now I'm, now I'm, I'm going to be extra invested in this because I'm starting from, from scratch. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think it's going to make a big difference. And like you said, Mike, it's a lot of people talking in rooms uh, along with now a lot more, dragon action stuff and even when the dragons weren't involved i thought it was really great and so the biggest yeah. criticism criticism was the time jumps it skipped time a lot yes. faster and had yes. changed actors didn't bother okay. me at all didn't no, bother me at all i was i think was i would have i would have liked to spend time with the younger version of her like the first actress a little longer i really liked what she was doing um but i didn't dislike what came after either so i'm totally fine with it i really enjoyed this and i'm really really excited to see what they do um you know, I, yeah, it just me, the excitement of this, like the extra excitement of starting from scratch is why it jumped up on my list. Probably a couple more spots is because yeah. now I know that I'm going to really enjoy this um, going forward. So yeah, that's also my number five uh, host of the dragon for me and Mike and uh, the Sandman for wife power Ian Walter start All off right. with five, sir. Well, house of the dragon certainly a good pick though. It's not going to be on my list because I'm still in the same spot. I was where we left off oh. <laughs> um, earlier on this year so, or oh, in no, 2022. Yeah. A major, a major blind spot for me is a lot of the HBO content. So unfortunately there's still stuff I'm hoping to get to in 2023 that I missed out on. Uh, for me, let's go back to one of the staples of streaming. Um, the Netflix original stranger things. Final season, it's uh, well, not final season, but the, this latest season certainly uh, raised the stakes, you know, elevated the game a little bit. And I know you guys did an episode on it. I don't believe I've really spoken on it, but basically, my thoughts are it finished this that latest season finished really strong. Um, and it kind of took me back to what I liked about the early seasons of Stranger Things. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where it goes. I think it was fine. It would have been fine if they kind of tried to wrap it up with what they had last season, but who knows? Maybe they can improve from here. I liked the whole, you know, everything they did with um, 
you know Vecna and mm-hmm. all those crazy reveals. Right. Won't spoil anything for our listeners, but uh, yeah, Stranger Things that was a that was a big one, number five for me. Nice. All right, let's hit up number four's wife power back back around the table. All right, my number four is. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> laughing. I just feel bad because it's gonna be a spoiler, but it's a show we squeaked in right in the last minute. But my number four is Severance. Okay. Oh, um, you didn't. <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I um I really enjoyed this show. It was uh it was great. It was intriguing. We went into it not knowing anything about it. Um. So kind of exploring it as it happened. Um. Which I would highly recommend doing. Um. But yeah, it was a it was a really good show. It was really well done, really well acted. Um and yeah, so that's my number four, Severance. Hell hell of a science hell of a science fiction adventure or mm-hmm. storytelling or whatever it would call. We yeah. were me and Ian have been pushing Mike uh to watch the show. Um which yeah. I'm sure you heard or about or the whole year for like yeah. six months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there it is. I finally watched. I didn't tell you guys I wanted to be a surprise. That's good, man. I like it. That's and so maybe funny. we'll talk about it later. So <laughs> I, I, when you guys tell me to watch something, really, I do listen. So um, all right, I'll go with my number, my number four, four. Yeah, which has been mentioned, which is Stranger Things season four. It is also my number four because it's in the exact same spot. So me and Mike have the five and four the same. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So yeah, like we did a whole episode on it. Yeah. So I don't need to talk about it a lot. But I again, it's very similar to Game of Thrones where it's like I thought it I wasn't as happy with some of the later seasons. It kind of took me back to those earlier seasons and found itself again. And um, that's how I felt about it. it. Brought me back to that like season one feelings. And I think they gave us the most memorable villain in all of the Stranger Things seasons. So yeah. Stranger Things uh, season four is my number four. I am anticipating almost um, me and Mike could have all five shows be the same. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> I, I actually think that might be the case. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's see if this um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so Stranger Things also Stranger Things four is number four for me. Um, I think I said it at the time. I think this was my favorite season. Um, I was totally fine with the length of the episodes. All that kind of stuff was was awesome. Um, it was just such a good show. All the money is on the screen. It's very easy to see that this is their their title. This is Netflix. This is all of that. Um, and we'll see where they go with five and next year, the year after, whenever it is it was supposed to come out. So um, Ian Walter. All right. Well, you know, we're doing a bit of back and forth here. Stranger Things, obviously, number five for me uh severance is number four for me oh my look at this Um, it's you know i'm surprised it's not a little higher but you know i I think i understand why it couldn't climb any higher than this you know it is a tight race at this point um no severance i mean we've mentioned it time and time again you and i dave and uh i just think it was incredible the sort of world it created in sci-fi this kind of direction of like dystopian yet uh like very like i don't know re- relatable satire in a way like you know what i mean everyone yeah, can relate yeah. to that like 
boring nine to five at mm. some point in their life, you know? So, uh, so yeah, it's just like, there's a lot to love about severance and it's the kind of thing you don't really want to describe. You just want to tell someone to go watch it because they'll, they'll, they'll understand yeah. it. In a couple That's the other thing is what we kept saying to Mike is like, just watch yeah, it. Just watch it. We're just like, it's, yeah. it's sci-fi. Just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, it's a bit of a slow burn and it'll take a couple episodes maybe to get into for me, you know, your mileage may vary for me. Uh, it might've been even higher. It might even keep continuing to climb. I'm interested to see where it goes you know, in a, in a future season, I think it's right at the, the tipping point now where it kind of like, it really impressed me. And then I mm-hmm. want to see, can they, can they hold that momentum and, and do some crazy stuff going forward? Or has it like, is most of its magic in like the, the surprise or the, the early reveals in, in season one. So we'll, we'll have to see, but severance is definitely like Adam Scott crushed it. Like the, mm-hmm. re- the rest of the ensemble cast, they were all there to play. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I yeah. enjoyed that one. Nice. All right, let's get to top threes. Wife power. Um, number three. All right, my number three uh, is held by one of the Marvel shows this year. Ooh. And that is Moon Knight. Ooh. Um, I loved the show. I think it tops for me as my favorite Marvel show um, so far. Um. Yeah, it was just another fantastic. show we extensively covered over yes. on yeah. Patreon. Yeah, we all really like the show, so it could. Well, see it. I think you guys all really like the show. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, well, the the Patreon exclusives of us love the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. I, I think I, I think I chimed in on just a couple. Um, I if you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it. I just I didn't love it. So, um, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Yeah, I loved it. I loved that it like didn't have to rope in the mcu it's his own story Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. loved the egyptian like um kind of like fables around it um but yeah um moon knight takes the number three spot for me um i just i absolutely loved it i loved everything about the show um and i hope that we get to see more of oscar isaac as the character in the future yeah, I think that's a certainty. I in think the movies, it. yeah, I think, I think in the movies, it. it's a caveat. Yeah. yeah, he's great. He was great for it. like a great pick. Like on, I mean, he's a great actor, so it's totally fine. I will say too, uh, Moon Knight is a fantastic card in Marvel Snap. I would say, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is a Marvel staple Snap. for me in uh, in my card decks <laughs> <laughs> for for uh, that have discards in them. So. <laughs> He's all right that. Uh, all right mike first, number three uh first uh, time on the podcast we have late we have breaking news we just oh. uh canada just it's a big deal uh canadian podcast canada just won canada has won the gold in, in the, the world uh, juniors yeah world oh. junior championship yep. in halifax so congratulations to the boys we're really proud of them in the under 20 tournament that's uh, a big deal for us canadians for that to happen so i just had to say like breaking news and now we'll go on with the show and everyone will <laughs> celebrate that roughly week and a half to two weeks after it actually happened by the time this episode yeah. comes out, <laughs> yeah. really putting it to date on this episode but that's okay that's awesome no, that's, that's my great. favorite that's tournament awesome. so. mike boys. was really Proud upset that we picked tonight <laughs> yeah okay so um it's I'm a sorry, lot of repeats. but not really. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah pretty... A lot of repeats this uh, episode. And I have another repeat, which is Sandman. Ah. And honestly, this, like, we're the top three. This show easily could have been number one. Top three is, it, top five is hard. There's so it's many good hard. shows. And even top 10 is hard, but top three, whoa, boy. Yeah. Friggin', I really love Sandman. We recorded about it. So again, go back, listen to that recording if you really want to hear our feelings. But I love it for two reasons. Number one is... um 
I never read the comic book. It got me to read the comic book, and I fell in oh, love. Oh, I thought with you did book. read it beforehand. No, I, Man, I you read know it what? That's probably the same thing I said show. at the time. Is I assumed yeah. you already saw, you yeah. already read it, but yeah, it's a good assumption because I, you know, I've I've read a lot of comic, comic books, but this was like a big blind spot for me. Finally, the show was coming out, and I was like, I gotta get get off my ass and actually read this thing. <laughs> fell in love with the book, and then they did such a good job with the show. Such a faithful adaptation. Neil Gaiman was obviously uh, like part of part of it. Uh, and so that another Netflix show too. So Netflix is doing well in the TV shows, but it's an excellent show, even if you haven't read the book. But if you have read the book, I think you get that extra out of it. So I'm really happy I did. And I'm going to look forward to reading the rest of Sandman and seeing it, what else they have in store with the show. So um, yeah, can't go wrong with that one. That's if you want to, if you want to listen back episode 137, yeah. uh, we talked about, uh, we talked about house of dragon yes. and Sandman oh, in the same episode. So there you go. <laughs> so was it your number three, Dave? Are we, are we, the same here or that is here? no yeah <laughs> white power is like no chance no because uh, I, okay. I did not like this show at all so uh, uh it, it's nowhere close it's not i honestly I, I didn't even think of this show at all for even like a top 10 so anyways mm-hmm. doesn't matter you, you okay. enjoyed it you loved it all good so i thought what you were gonna pick as your number two or three is something that you told me i needed to watch and then i lo- fell in love with almost immediately and that is players I've played in huge arenas, gotten a ton of girls. I bought a Porsche. Cream cheese has a bit of a reputation for being... Hey, 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 buddy. Annoying. Back when cream cheese started playing, players didn't have million-dollar contracts. Girls didn't think we were hot, you know? Not in the way they do now. In 2015, we started Team Fugitive together. Fugitive! You want to be Team Fugitive, you got to go hard. We were kind of the bad boys. We never claimed to be role models. We're going to the LCS. Honestly, we'll probably win seven championships. That is my number three. I loved this show so much. I The first episode, I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of get what Mike's saying. It's it's really good. It's funny. It's a satire on esports and gaming. and But it's not treating gaming like it is a joke. It's actually talking about it like it's real. It's not like, hey, all the nerdy kids play games and haha, that's so funny. They live in their parents' basement and that's the joke. They touch on things like that, I guess, but it's it's they treat it in such a real way and it is just like, it's so funny because one, it's just brilliantly written. I think it's hilarious, but also the fact that this is a satire. It's not a real esports team playing a real game, playing League of Legends with all these fake characters and and people and actors and everything. All the names are sort of meta jokes. All the situations are sort of meta jokes. But it also, I also found myself caring about these characters, and somehow, even though it was all just a joke, it was still just great. I, I think Players is a hidden gem of a show, especially if you play video games and especially even if you just tangentially know about what league of legends and esports are, I think players is an excellent show and I find it absolutely hilarious. And if you are a big fan of uh, the last dance, like I was the, the documentary series on Netflix about the bulls in the nineties and Michael Jordan, this is literally shaped the same way that that show is from the intro to the way that every episode plays out. It is almost the same and is absolutely hilarious and brilliant. So players is my number three of the year. Um, Ian Walter. I will say that's definitely something I want to watch after hearing you Mm -hmm. uh, gush over it. And, uh, you know, having said that, I listened back to our, 
our list from 2021 ah. and it's it's incredible how many of those shows i went and actually watched during 2022 some I'm usually about a year behind on a lot of this stuff but, uh, <laughs> actually, there's, great, there's one show all great that picks. yeah there's one show i should have gone back and, and listened i'm terrible terrible co-host guys but i don't know if i mentioned station 11 last year you told it, me to check it out. I still haven't yet, but yeah. yeah so I think I think it started in mid or late December and then finished in January. Yeah, of this I, ca- year. I considered it a this year show, a twenty twenty show. Yeah, if it is a this year show, this is. I I don't know where I would put it on my list, but it's it belongs in my top ten mm. for sure. I loved this show. I thought it was excellent, mm. but I I don't remember if I put it last year. Anyways, ten, little yeah. I don't think you would have because but... it all it all hadn't come out. Right. I don't think that's it was finished yet. Yeah, maybe that was. Yeah, that's it's hard to write a show when it hasn't all come out. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay. Yeah. So we'll get back to it. Let, let's go back to Ian. Yeah. So, you know, it's no secret that I have a lot of love for the Disney Plus shows. You know, we just talked about Moon Knight uh, um, out of the Marvel side, and another big one is in our favorite galaxy, far, far away. Uh, Disney Plus likes to take its annual trip to Tatooine. We did that again. <laughs> no, with, with Obi Wan Kenobi at number Obi Wan. Oh, oh my goodness! Uh, that's yeah, a, wait, so, that, that, you're number two. No, you're number. That's three, my number right? two. That's three. my number two. Or, no, three, run, three, run, run three, run three. Ah, whatever. Oh, do sorry, your two. sorry. Do your no, two and three. That's fine. No, you know what? You know what? Because uh, because Moon Knight. Because we were talking about Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight's my number three. Right? Moon Knight okay. is your three. Okay. Oh, big so, spoiler there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, I mean, we talked about it all, a lot, but, mm. uh, Moon Knight for me, uh, similar to you power. Like for me, it's like, I actually loved him in the comics. I didn't read a lot of his older stuff, mm-hmm. but I've, I've been loving him since like, you know, early two thousands, every time he'd pop up, um, he's Such had cool his own character. series. He's also been part of like secret Avengers and a bunch of other team team ups. So every time Moon Knight comes along, it's always a fun ride. And I love the origin. I love the fact that this show stayed pretty true as an adaptation to um you know his story in the comics but i also like in the comics there's a run i think is uh brian michael bendis and alex malev as doing the artwork where he thinks he's uh spider-man wolverine and captain america my oh, three like favorite heroes in, in, in marvel <laughs> i want to so, see like, that <laughs> the fact that he wants to like he wants to be like them or thinks that he's you know like in a party of the four of them it's it's hilarious That's um, awesome. and yeah so so i mean that that kind of like really amplified my love for moon knight but i think this show oscar isaac proved that like he belongs in that role mm-hmm. and i want to see him in future Marvel. i think that now that we're like fully into the multiverse saga, I would be very surprised if we didn't see him again in the next couple of years popping up in other projects and whatnot. Nice. Yeah, and nice. there was a nice cliffhanger at the end of Moon Knight that could yep. suggest a season two as well, which is kind of yep. cool. Yep. And uh wh- while we're at it, let's let's just hit up your number two. You said you said it's Obi-Wan. Yeah. Why why Obi-Wan Kenobi? You know, so why I don't so know high, if it's on any other list, but for me, this was like a very welcome return to like, you know, it was pre- original trilogy but it still had like the same vibes i would say i I really liked the back and forth between vader and obi-wan kenobi Mm -hmm. i liked hayden christensen's return return to the role and i think like covering it week to week and certainly getting excited about star wars um, I mean, the, the Mandalorian has done this. Book of Boba Fett has done this for us. But uh, it, it's it's one of the things that really got me like writing again and starting to do more reviews and and getting those reviews published on Dork which, Side of the Force. I was so, going to say which people can find yeah. where. <laughs> so so exactly. So I mean, as these series come out, like Obi Wan Kenobi and or 
I've started to cover them on a more weekly basis, and it's been a lot more and di- fun. And dive deep into them, right? And, diving and deep into yeah, Star Wars. Like, it's like my. It's not just like, hey, I, I watch this and I and it's cool or it's not or whatever. It's like you're getting really getting into the detail and stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So Obi Wan Kenobi for me, it was a special series, and it was not like every episode was a smash, but I think mm-hmm. like certain things, like like I said, the interactions between Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader, uh, were enough to sell the show for me and and to make it like a you know, a, an important part, maybe call it episode 3.5 or what, what have you, <laughs> but an important part of the Skywalker saga for sure. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. Wife power back around the table to uh, your number two. My number two. Um, okay. I, my number two was the um, Amazon show rings of power. And, oh. um, I absolutely love the Lord of the Rings um, movies. I will say I am a movie fan. I have not read any of the books except for The Hobbit. So um, I know that some of the like pure book fans had a problem with this show. So like I don't live in that universe. So for me, um, the show is a new story. Um, I absolutely loved it. I can't believe that I had to watch it on a TV. The visuals were absolutely <laughs> stunning. Like the quality of the show, um, it could have been shown in a theater. And like, it was just um, They spent enough money on it. They spent yeah. like billions. It's like the most expensive show. It's like nine episodes or something. Nine. Yeah, it Do wasn't I, what, many. It was like eight or nine. I'm just curious at the runtime because it might be close to like one of the you know special editions of the Lord of the Rings or just yeah. the original <laughs> edition of Return of the King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I I loved watching it. I liked the character development. Uh, it was really cool to see some of the characters in like their younger versions of themselves. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was great storytelling. Um, again, the visual, like this had to be high on my list for the visuals alone. Like it was nice. just like a really great spectacle, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, the, it was amazing. Like the, um, some of the scenes going into it and like, it's kind of funny cause we were, this aired at the same time of, as house of the dragon mm-hmm. and there's just no comparison. Like really? Okay. Yeah, like the the rings of power, the the um like the cinematography of it was just it blew House of Dragon out of the water in my opinion. Um, that alone just, makes me makes me interested because like I I, I think correct me if I'm wrong. No, I didn't watch it. We didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I I mainly because I'm not a massive Lord of the Rings fan. Um, not that I I dislike it. I'm just. Yeah, no, it's, I don't think you have to be a Lord of the Rings fan. You have to be like a fan, a fan of fantasy. Yeah, fantasy, yeah. like or I medieval think fantasy, and yeah, it does stand alone does a little well. bit. Like there is yeah. overlap, but I think if you like, if you didn't watch any of the other ones, like you wouldn't oh, yeah. be completely lost. Um, you'd be able. That's to fine. It, it could be story. about nobody I recognize. I just yeah, yeah. for whatever reason, just yeah. that we didn't hit play on it. That's all. Yeah. No, but Your, I would, I would, choice. I would recommend it just for the. The story and the visuals alone. Yeah, it's it probably going to be something really we watch well this year. Made. Just yeah, just just for that reason. And correct me if I'm wrong too. I'm pretty sure, isn't it 
isn't it like sort of based on like an encyclopedia almost of Lord, which I think is such a cool idea because it's not based on a novel or anything. I think that's yeah. great. That's and that's so where cool. I have to preface like because I it is like those true fans that have I think they were a bit more nitpicky about like mm. the story and stuff like that. Take some that, liberties for sure. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. like I I just know the stories again the hobbit's the only books that i've read so mm. my experience is what i've seen on film so mm -hmm. far so for me it's like i had no ties to the story to be like well i didn't like how they use this character in the show so yeah fair enough um i had a bit more of like an open mind going into it like not as many notes of they like oh they shouldn't have done this or they should have done that so um again i i, I recommend it it was really really well shot um really well done um and it was a it was a beautiful show to watch nice amazing all right mike let's go back to number two yeah no i just rings of power i really liked it and it didn't make my list but that and house of dragon were kind of like fighting for number five and it was like which fantasy show did i like better they were like dueling fantasy shows and, yeah fair enough uh, so it's good good to, good to see it on here so my number two uh, yeah, Mina sort of stole Life Power, sort of stole my thunder here. I wanted to surprise you guys, but she, had, she it was just such a good show. She she had to keep it. She had to have it on her list. But I'm gonna say you guys know me really well because you watched this show, and I know you guys liked it. Uh, you recommended it to me, and you must know me well because any other year this would be number one on my list. Uh, this year falls number two, and that's Severance. I give consent to sever my memories between my work life and my personal life. I acknowledge that once the procedure is complete, I will be unable to access my personal memories whilst on the severed floor. Say gratitude. Nor will I retain work memories. Hey. Sorry, when I return home at the end of the day. I make these statements freely. And like, this is the exact kind of show I love. This, like, really, like, I don't know how to describe it. Intellectual, thinking, trippy, sci-fi show where there's mm -hmm. a mystery and it's slow burn. And it's character and development, it's, too. It's character like, development. Yeah. It's actors. It's yeah. tense. There's so much tension. It, 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 and it's, like, it makes you think about life and work and death and what is it to be alive and just the, what the stuff what is it to go to work <laughs> yeah but like it's like very it's very like blade runner and yes. it really run yes things like my favorite shows like devs ex machina blade exactly runner, exactly right? like that this reminded yeah, me devs. of devs but i found you guys devs. put me on to devs devs yeah incredible. oh yeah yeah not quite as good not quite lived up to devs but um just the concepts that are just around you although all these great sci-fi shows yeah. and movies yeah. that i love and so I was totally eating this up. If it wasn't for a show that like just swept me away this year, this would have been number one. This is very close to being number one. So yeah, really, I love the show. So thank you guys for pushing and recommending me to watch it. Uh, you were right. It is <laughs> but, awesome. So I, without spoiling it, I'm real curious, like where it, where you locked in, like where did it have you? Because I remember at well, the beginning we, you were kind of like slow on it. You're like, all right. Well, I was just messing with you guys because I always plan on watching it, but it was just like <laughs> finding my time. So I was really messing with you guys. Like, ah, I'm not going to have time to watch it. So I was you kinda, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of messing with you guys a little bit. I wanted to reveal on the show. So I, like I always it, did man. plan on like watching it. it. And I knew that I knew enough people like oh, you guys, obviously, but enough other people in the industry. I know that 
were talking about it that I was like, okay, yeah, this I have to watch this. Yeah, and he played just, us like a fiddle for six months. Yeah, <laughs> we just got an Apple Plus uh, subscription in December just to watch it, basically. Yeah, dude, it's so it's totally worth it. Um, did it did it grab worth. you from the first episode? People said people said, oh, uh, it takes the third or fourth episode. I was in it like right away, ten yeah. minutes. That's all. It's not that I was. I was like. like I'm in the I show. definitely wanted to hit play on episode two, like yeah, especially because uh, I don't know if the first episode has the the title card, but I loved that title sequence. Oh, like, so good! I think it's, it's so the second cool. episode, yeah. so yeah. that plays out. And I'm like, I'm actually thinking like about Venom and stuff when I'm watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but, but yeah, like it, it kind of sucks yeah. you yeah. in that way, and like I don't know if it was right away for me. Like I definitely wanted to watch beyond the first episode, but I remember just like slowly going more and more into it and then like, I, me maybe too by like, I, yeah. maybe by like the third episode i was like yeah this is amazing yeah um, exactly nice yeah. i'm so happy you guys watch it that's awesome yeah. um it's, it's i'm so show. happy our uh our um uh peer pressure worked that's yeah right. definitely no it did <laughs> okay so my my number two um is uh definitely coming up in the next few minutes for sure but my number two is andor that is my number two show oh nice um i think it is by far the best written uh, content we've had from Star Wars in a long time. Uh, as much as I enjoyed Obi-Wan and I thought that was going to be high up on my list, this came around and just slapped it silly, honestly. Like, it's just like, it's so good in so many different ways. And um, and you know what? We talked a lot about it and uh, there's just so many good things to say about it. It's just so well written. It's so well acted. It's so interesting. There's so much going on in it that is different. And that's why I like it more than anything else and uh yeah I, I fell in love with the show pretty much right away and um i'm excited to share what my number one is ian walter your number yeah. one I'm, I'm show jumping covered your number two. that was yep. all a strategic way of jumping to the front of the line so i could say <laughs> let's stick talking with andor for a second there it is it being my favorite show of 2022 yeah uh, no surprise think... no surprise but no in a good surprise way. there in a good way no, no surprise there and to be honest, actually, I will say there's a little bit of a surprise there because I think if you were to tell me back in 2021 or whenever this stuff was all getting announced, yes, that I would be putting Andor before Obi-Wan Kenobi, a little yes. cart before the horse in that regard. Yeah, um, I agree. That, I would be very shocked to agree with you or to to hear that. So, so yeah, I mean, like, I think we've mentioned it when we covered uh, Andor and, and sort of when it wrapped is that I think we all just enjoyed that this is a... Uh, probably some of the best writing we've seen in mm -hmm. star wars uh since maybe like the empire strikes back or the original trilogy um just very well written stuff last like jedi last jedi yeah i mean <laughs> modern you know very that's good just writing, me some that's modern me. <laughs> modern writing and like tony gilroy took this thing from start to finish and you know hopefully we we hope he finishes strong with season two but we know what he's done with rogue one and we know what he's done with this one season of andor so I'm very excited to sort of be in the thick of it right now and to see how he closes it out. Um, and yeah, just, I think like all of the people involved, like Diego Luna crushed it again as reprising his role as Cassian Andor. And then everybody else that joined the cast just seemed to know their role inside and out and uh, yeah, made it the, the best experience watching a series from week to week for me uh, in 2022. And, and yeah. so. Awesome. All right, my number one, uh, we've talked about it extensively this year. Um, it's been mentioned already, but my number one is Stranger Things season four. Nice. Uh, this has to be one of my favorite TV shows ever in general. Um, it just hits all the nostalgia for me 
um, a coming of age sci-fi fantasy story. Um, it just reminds me a little of little Stephen the- King horror kind of yeah, vibe just, too. It reminds yeah. me of like all the movies I loved growing up, like The Goonies and uh, Lost a lot Boy. of Spielberg stuff. Yeah, like, a lot of Spielberg, yeah. ET. Yeah, um, that kind of thing. It just it just has that feel for me. It's just been so well done. Um, I thought the writing. I, like I'm shocked that because usually when these shows go on for so long, it like it starts to die a bit. But I just I can't believe that it's gotten better. Uh, yeah, I agree. Has, I agree. It kind of has the Harry Potter like feel to it, it and how I describe like when we started watching the first like Harry Potter books and the movies, we were kids. So they're a bit more like family friendly, not as mm-hmm. scary. And then by the time you get to like the later books and the later movies, it's a lot darker and scarier and has more horror vibes. And that's exactly what they've done with Stranger Things. Like, um, is it's it's grown with us. Like it's definitely gotten more frightening. Like if I had like a teenage kid, like I'd probably say they were okay to watch like the first one or two seasons. I think this season would actually give some kids nightmares, like even yeah. some scenes for me, like it's intense. Really... It's very intense. This one. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just think it was really well done. I I'm shocked that it just keeps getting better. Um, I loved the music in this season. And um, I, I think I, they just wowed me so much in season four that, I'm re- because they've had this idea of like the five season arc for a while. I'm kind of excited to see where the fifth season takes us to wrap it all up. Um, I've got, I guess I have like hope for it. Like I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking it's going to finish off strong. I'd be really surprised if it doesn't just by how good season four was. Um, and knowing that like they've had this plan all along so yeah i'm excited it it was amazing a hundred like it wasn't a competition for me it was it, this was my nice it was probably my easiest choice when i was making my movie list um but yeah stranger things season four was my number one nice awesome good choice it's and it's yeah, fun it when it's when like the number one is like so certain all but of, it, on all of our lists, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and it does it does help to know that they have it planned out. Like, yeah, you know, I, I didn't necessarily know that they already had season five planned from the get go. So that's probably a pretty good sign. Yeah, yeah. Usually is. Come. Yeah. Um, but what? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you were on the episode when they talked about it, but what would be your song that you would listen to over and over to to defend? Oh, you we did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Do it. Um, it was. I, I think it was a killer song. I think it was. Uh, I can't remember if we went with uh, Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. I think it was, it was Mr. Yours. Brightside. Yeah, it's on the episode. Yeah, yeah we, we all. Or, I, I put all the yeah. clips in. And whatever. No, I yeah. think I think yeah. I went with the other song though. Well, we had um, one. We had a couple. We had a couple yeah, each. Couple. Yeah. Yeah, right. I had two killer songs. I was debating between. Well, Ian, you weren't on that episode, so do you have a song? Have your Vecna I'd go song? with uh, "Still Dre." 
Just oh, that over nice. I like repeat. it. <laughs> From I the like best it. album ever made. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, now we boom. now we know how to save Ian. Yeah. yeah. Now ever. we all know. Okay, great. Yeah. This is for uh, prosperity. We need to thank, thank God other. Vecna didn't come for you uh, since then. So <laughs> yeah. now we know. You would have been screwed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. We can't help you. Well, that's the song I probably would have played for him anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, Mike, uh, I'm interested. What is your uh, All right. your numero uno? I feel like every year this happens to me where I find, sometimes the movies, but with shows, like I find a show, whatever time, month of the year it is, that hooks me so much and I just, I can't get enough of it. I have to watch it every waking moment and I'm, I become obsessed with it for like a few weeks. And after I watch it, it's just like, that is my number one for the year. Mm. Like, I just like, nothing will top this. This is like one of the greatest shows ever. This is like fighting for greatest shows of all time so nothing i don't think it's gonna be this this year so the second i watched this show the when i watched this show that's what i got from it Someone's me, laughing because i wouldn't stop talking about this show and i tried to get her to watch it with me but it's not her cup of tea but i did convince dave to watch it with me and we talked about it on the show and that is so that show is players yes there it was, is yeah paramount plus Paramount Plus number one streaming oh, show. Another blind spot for me. Oh my god, this show! I swear, like, um, yeah, number one, best show of the year. Uh, Misha Brooks, <laughs> the guy who played Cream Cheese, which is just a hilarious oh name, god. deserves the Emmy. Like this show, it's a scripted, uh... you know, um, it's, it's a, a scripted it's, mockumentary it's a show, but it yeah, feels like you're watching yeah. real people. Yeah. No, I have to. So Mike made me watch the first episode with him, and okay. I just have to say this. So we watched the first episode, and I was, I was kind of like, "Oh, I'm not really interested." Like you keep watching it without me. Yeah. And then later, I was a hundred percent convinced it was a documentary. I thought they were like yeah. real people. Yep. At esports events, I had no idea it was scripted. So when Mike was like talking about the show, like he said nonstop later. I was like, wait, what do you mean? How is yeah, this not real? But it's but it's scripted in a way that it's all real life. Uh, well, it's scenarios. shot. It's shot like a documentary. It's a real, it's like it's a real. Exactly it's about, like it's a, about a real league with real teams with real tournaments. It's just it is it's just, it like considered like a mockumentary. It's a mockumentary. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly what it is. Exactly. But it's like but, to the extent of of how it would it would fool you when you walked in the room like that is oh, yeah. is the fact that like. I just, I honestly cannot get over how to a T this show followed what the last dance is. It is so friggin' similar. There are story plot lines that are the same. Mm -hmm. There are settings where they sit down and they talk on the couch and they look at an iPad. Like all the stuff is exactly the same. And it is so brilliant in that way alone. It is so, so good. Um, um, I and like, I can't believe it's your I one. have awesome. never played League of Legends in my life. <laughs> I know nothing about it. I know nothing about the LCS, the league, or anything like that. That's Doesn't how much the show is. None of that mattered Ooh. at all. I didn't know the character, the characters that they play. None of that mattered. It, it brought you right into the world. It felt like you were watching real people. It didn't feel like you were watching characters. It felt like you're watching real people with real emotions and real stakes. I wanted and to see this very win, emotional. And yeah, they're not even real. Them. Yeah, not even real. <laughs> and I it's was a joke. for these people. <laughs> you got to know them. It's like you felt like you know them, but they're not real people. It's yeah. crazy. It's so um, good. It's so wait. Good. Was it's your like number one last point. year? Arcane Dave? Uh no, Midnight Mass was, but her oh. game was my number two, I believe, or three. Yeah, yeah so another so, League of Legends type. Show. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, 
That's now you need to watch players. Arcane. Amazing. Right? There you go. <laughs> I did watch Arcane. I did oh, watch did. Arcane. Oh, that's right. Yes. You did. Yeah, you guys yeah, recommended yeah. Arcane really hard to me last year. So just to wrap up my top five. That's yeah. the one show I went back and watched. Rarely do I like go back and watch shows. There's just not a lot of time, but I did go back and watch it. I wouldn't have been on my top ten list for last that's year, fine. so I didn't. I didn't really miss out. Um, I know you guys really liked it. Uh, I also watched it like when I was off sick with COVID, so it feels like a weird fever dream. So that could be affecting. <laughs> yeah, actually, it didn't I really, ex- it. Yeah, it so really I, exist. I don't like, much, yeah. but I remember it being good. Uh, I don't get the hype around it, though. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. So, but, but players is a whole other players a whole is a whole. Well, that's a show for me, like Arcane, that turns on a dime after like episode three. Like it really. Yeah, not changes. even for me. I just thought it was. I don't know. I've watched a lot of anime and stuff in my life, and I just thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It wasn't yeah, top tier for me. That's fine. It was good, but man, I'm. That's so funny. That's why. See that. This is why I thought we would have the exact same list. Um, is because I was like, players must be on there somewhere. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah, definitely my. That's favorite. hilarious. Yeah, okay, definitely. so I'll, I'll I'll wrap things up, and I will go with my number one. Um. It has been mentioned already. It okay. has been mentioned. And this is the same thing that Wife Power just said, how it was no doubt. Oh, it's Moon Knight! Pull the rug under us. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, surprisingly, it is uh, Sandman. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it is Severance. There is no doubt Ooh. in my mind that it is Severance. Like there Easy is, it could have been mine, too. Good yeah, choice. There, Good no, choice. No doubt in my mind that this was like, honestly... The show wasn't even done yet, and I'm like, this is going to be the best thing I've watched all year, like for sure. Mm-hmm. I I was in probably like episode five. I'm like, I'm that's it. That's all I need to see is what they're doing with the story, and that and that's all. The actors are great. The writing is fantastic. The sci-fi elements seem subtle at first, and then they really go to some places, and it's just brilliant the way that they um, that they continue episode by episode. They start, you know, peeling things back. Um, it has a little bit of a, a lost vibe, but in a much tighter type of script and a much tighter type of actually physical space as well, <laughs> which is funny. But um, it has like an ambiance to it. This show, like, it ha- yeah, it has this. Like, it has this feel. Like it has this. It's crazy feel to it that just works from start to finish for me. Um, and I and I just I I really really love what they did with it. And I I think you touched on it a little bit, Ian, where you said like you know, where it goes could change your feeling on that, on this first season. So I'm in like, they could, they could really kick butt with season two like double down or it yeah. could like unravel what, yeah, yeah. Or it could be, it could really help how good season one feels or it could crash what they're doing with the story. So season two yeah. actually has so much weight behind it because the first season was so good. And because of what they set up and how they leave you hanging in that mm-hmm. last episode. Um, but, but I, I, but I think I'm, I'm I, I think it was just like I just this show was yeah, just fucking brilliant. The whole I think I through. messaged you after I finished watching because I, I think it's like nine episodes, which is like I think it's nine, a weird. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> WandaVision had nine, but like not not a lot of shows. It's either eight or ten usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or thirteen, depending on how, <laughs> how far you go. But after nine, I messaged you because I was like, "Wait, it's done," and you're like, "Yeah, man, nine episodes." I'm like. But it's in such a volatile place right now. Like I love it. I love yeah, when I love like... when shows do that. I love it. It's so good. It's a true so cliffhanger, like a throwback like, to a cliffhanger. But yeah. it really did feel like the episode before finale, you know. So like it does. That's why it does. I, that's, yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I think like it, it, you know, second season will absolutely make or break the show. Yeah, I, I think it can. Um, but no doubt, my the journey through this first season was was the best journey I've had through any show this year. Um, and you know, I, I, I think I really liked it the first couple episodes and then it just, I don't even remember what episode it was that I was just convinced that this is the best thing I'm going to watch. And it's probably, 
I mean, I mentioned Station Eleven really briefly before, but aside from Midnight Mass and Station Eleven, I think this is the best show I've seen in the last three years. Like it is just so so good. It's on it's on another level. And like you guys did for for getting the Apple TV Plus for a month, like this is this is worth it. This show mm-hmm. is worth it to just sit there. And I know it's like you know whatever it's it's fifteen bucks or ten bucks or whatever it is. But this show, like seven, yeah. But this show, <laughs> like, to me, if yeah. this was fifty bucks, I think this would be worth it. Like it, it, like this show is just so so good in my opinion. Um, so that is Severance is my number one. Um, the great pick, yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know. We all, I think we sometimes are always try to pick like a show and a movie that is yes, like represents our show. Yeah. So I, I mean, Stranger Things four was on all our lists. I think. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty safe bet. Was Severance um, on all of ours then? So, so was Severance. And so was Severance. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. so it could be Severance. So, okay, Severance was my one. And what it was, was it my for you two. guys? It was my two. two. Severance is higher than... Because my Stranger Things was my five and Severance is my four. So I think it must be, it must be Severance. And I think severance. overall, yep. I think that the, the, the sort fire. of... Yep. Yeah. yeah. Ian, we did it, man. <laughs> yeah, you Victory. guys you willed Severance to the show to be the show of uh, peer pressure uh, works, kids. <laughs> the, the back in my day show of 2022. You guys That's willed it, it to it's happen. Severance. I mean, yeah. I, you know what? If it's if it's Stranger Things, if it was Andor, if it was what you know, like it is, you know, just where it sort of ranked. We'll just sort of take the positions as as sort of mm-hmm. like higher votes sort of thing. But yep. uh, but I'm happy that we all enjoyed it. I'm happy that we had um, it's great. Uh, a, a decent variety on the list. We had a couple of shows that weren't on each other's and all that. So that's um, that's awesome. I mean, like I think like we said right at the beginning, I think Wife Power, you said it pretty well at the beginning, is that there's just so much good stuff out there. Oh, it, yeah. You can't watch it all. Um, and we're going to have at least a, a, a brief discussion on Patreon as well for our six to tens, maybe a couple of honor, honorable mentions if we can squeeze in some time, stuff that is just good, but you just can't find a spot for it. Like all that kind of stuff. So, um, so severance is the, uh, back in my day show of 2022. And, um, until, uh, we get to our movies, which will be our next episode, Mr. Michael, our power, where's everyone finding our good stuff online. So on social media at day back in is our handle. Uh, if you want to listen to what our uh, six to 10 ranks are, you can find that over our, on our Patreon patreon.com slash back in my day for a few bucks you can unlock all of the bonus content over there like extra recordings like our 6 to 10 and when we follow and review most of the marvel and star wars disney plus shows as they come out episode by episode so that's what you can find going on on our patreon again that's patreon.com slash back in my day and if you want to help the show out and uh, you can't subscribe to the patreon you can always leave us a little five-star review or a little ranking on your podcast app of choice and it really helps and thanks a lot we appreciate you listening amazing that's it and uh thank you 2022 for making some pretty damn good shows <laughs> great year for tv yeah. great year for tv up next everybody we are going to be talking about our movies and uh, you will hear that in uh, just a few days thanks everyone for listening see you soon What is it we actually do here?